Good morning, everyone. Um, on behalf of Pastor Marcus and Pastor Val, I want to say hello from Word of Truth Ministry. Praise God that I'm here today. Praise God for my husband and my family. Today, um, I'm not Pastor Marcus. I am a whole lot taller. Uh, but today, I'm bringing forth the Word. We here at Word of Truth Ministries uh, always confess, have a confession of faith. And this is what we believe, and this is what we quote every week. We believe in the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation. We do not compromise the Word of God which states in Revelation 22, 19, and if anyone takes away from the comp, excuse me, if anyone take away from the word of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city and from the things which are written in the book. The word of truth, the Bible builds faith, which empowers purpose. So if you have your Bibles, your Androids, your phone, whatever you're going to use, I would like you to lift it up and confess this with me. Repeat after me. This is our Bible. We believe the word of God, we live by it, we confess it, we trust it, we are led by it, and we stand on it. Now we're going to go in prayer. Father God, I just thank you right now, Father God, for who you are. I thank you, Father God, for being in, uh, allowing us to be in your presence this day. I thank you, Father God, for the word that you're going to speak to me and through me, God. I pray, Father God, as I open my mouth, that your words will come out. It will be all of you and none of me. I pray, Father God, that you will be with each and every person that is sick right now. We pray that you will heal their bodies from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. We pray that you will take away every ache and every pain in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that all the people that's going to hear this word today, that you would give them crystal clear hearing, crystal clear eyesight, and an open heart to receive all that you're going to show them and tell them concerning your word. Oh, Father God, I pray, Father God, that you continue to have mercy upon each and every one of them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Today. We're going to be talking about be strong and of good courage. You can do all things which he has called you to do through him who strengthens and empowers you to fulfill his purpose, your purpose. Yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, yourself is a sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You are ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses you with inner strength and confident peace. Today, our scripture will be coming from Joshua 1, 2 through 9. And we're going to read that. Excuse me, let me just get to it. Joshua 1, 2 through 9. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all his people, to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given you. And as I said to Moses, from this wilderness and this Lebanon, and far from the great river, the river of Ephrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for this your people shall divide as inheritance the land which I swear to the fathers to give them. Only be strong and be courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, 
and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord God is with you everywhere you go. We're going to focus on verse 6 through 9. And today our title will be The Battle Before the Fight. Today I will talk about a man named Joshua, which means Yahweh, God is salvation. This faithful warrior and leader is the son of Nun, and there is no mention of his mother. We are not sure who wrote the book of Joshua, but we believe Joshua recorded the events in this book. If he did not write this book, someone he knew um, had access to his testimony. Here's a brief synopsis of the book of Joshua. This book was initially written to the nation of Israel and the new generation who was given possession of the promised land. The events of Joshua took place after Moses' death and was written in the latter days of his life. The mighty man of God lived his life in various stages, which can be referred to as the eight S's. Number one, he was a son whose parents believed to be God-fearing parents. Number two, he was a slave who was familiar with the whip and was in preparation of becoming Israel's supreme leader and commander. Number three, he was a soldier who was an outstanding military leader who prayed and trusted that God would direct, protect, and provide during his conquest of Canaan. Number four, he was a servant who was chosen by God because of his humbleness to serve and his loyalty to God and Moses. Number five, he was a spy who was one of the 12 spies to search the land of Canaan and return with a good report. And this is when he received his name changed by Moses. Number six, he was a savior who was considered a type of savior, helped roll away Israel's reproach to lead them to cease to cease and take control of their possessions. Number seven, he was a statesman who was a wise, skillful, and respectful leader, political leader, who allowed God's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to rest and rule upon him. And number eight, he was a saint who was filled with the spirit of God and enjoyed being in the presence of God. Joshua was one of the men that was on the front line. He was one of the ones that was sought out when someone needed to fight in the battle. The people of Israel had come out of Egypt, entered into a covenant with God, spent 40 years in the wilderness for their disobedience, and were now on point of crossing the Jordan River, entering the Promised Land. There are four important matters that every believer should pay attention to in the book of Joshua. Number one is God is an ultimate um, promise keeper. God promised you any and everything that he said that he was going to do for you. Have you not believed him? Number two, God was faithful and present with Israel as he entered the promised land. Number three, the protection and provisions are with you. He has not given us a spirit of intimidity or cowardness or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power of love and a sound judgment and discipline, personal discipline, abilities that results in calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. And number four, obedience is necessary for believers. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So as I was studying on Joshua, the words that God wanted me to focus on was to be strong and a good courage. God told Joshua four times in chapter one to be, to be courageous. First, we see it from chapter six through nine, but on the very last verse in the chapter one, he said it the fourth time. As I continue to study, God brought to my attention 
This was not the first time he spoke to Joshua stating, be strong and courageous. Moses, Moses mentioned it to Joshua in Numbers 13 when Moses sent Joshua out and with the other spies to spy out the land. It was stated again in Deuteronomy 31, 6-7 when Moses told the people of Israel and Joshua to be strong and courageous. It was stated by God to Joshua when he was being appointed as the new leader of Israel. This leads me to the question, what battle are you concerned that's concerning to you? Here are a few um, lessons that we can learn from the life of Joshua concerning courage. One, fix your eyes on the promises of God and not allow to fear to creep in. And that's funny that God showed me that because this morning, I had an incident this morning. As I, I knew that I was, I had to do the work. I knew that this is what God told me to do. I was strong. I, I didn't have no fear. Nothing. I, I, I was asleep this morning. I heard my husband go, you know, go to the restroom. And all of a sudden, I heard all this rain. And I was like, wow, it's raining outside. Everybody's going to be online listening. I got up and I was like, okay, it's time for me to go to the restroom. Went to the restroom. Before I can get back in the bed, I looked out the window. There was no rain. It was just so much sun outside. The ground wasn't wet. I was like, wow. I said, fear trying to creep in. Not going to allow that. Because I know this is what Satan wants. He don't want the word to go forth. He wanted me to be scared and not bring forth God's word. But I'm going to do what the Lord tells me to do. Um, so I got myself together. I girded up my loins. And I started speaking the word of God. And I started saying, you will, have, you will not have fear. And I would continue to speak God's word, saying that um, I am God's child, and he never left me nor forsake me. Um, so Joshua did not focus on the obstacles that the enemy placed before him. Joshua focused on the promises of God. Will you take the same approach as Joshua did and not allow fear to overtake you? Though God came, overcame all the obstacles that the enemy brought your way to conquer the battle that is before you. Remind yourself who are who you are and who your father is. You are the child of the most high God. You are more than a conqueror. God made you the head and not the tail. He made you above and not below. You can do all things which he called you to do through him who strengthens and empowers you to fulfill his purpose. You are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You are ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses you in the inner strength and confidence of peace. Do not allow the enemy to distract you with fear like he tried to do me this morning. Which can cause, which can cause you to focus to, for your focus to be on possibility of failure. Exercise your authority over the enemy. Maintain your focus on God because God has, God has planned for you to conquer this battle. For God honors courage. Meditate on God's word day and night concerning your situation. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. God brought to my attention the word then. Go back and read then. So I'm going to go back and read then and, and put the two definitions in there when I read it. God says in his word to meditate on God's word night and day and your situation for then you will have. So at that time you will have good success and then soon after you will have good success. Wow. So God is telling you at that time, when you start putting him first and you do the will of him, when you start praying, you right then and there, you will have good success. And if it's not your time at that time, 
not too long afterward, you will have good success. But you have to put God first. You have to do God's will first. You can't just do whatever you want to do and then think that you, when you pray, God is going to hear your prayers. B, don't be a quitter. If you quit, you just admit a defeat. God's intentions for us is to be conquerors. Quitting is just like not having faith. Like James 2 and 26 states, faith without works is dead. If you say you have faith and it's not accompanied by actions, it is ineffective and empowered, inoperative. It's just plain dead. The two go together like conjoining twins. When one moves, the other one moves. Faith goes together. Faith and works go together. And if you separate the two, you're going to be a corpse. You're going to be just dead. You got to have faith and you got to have works. You can't just have the faith and not do the works. And you can't have the works without having the faith. I'm quite sure that Joshua wanted to quit and not be the one on the front line fighting battles all the time. Joshua directed his focus on being obedient to God and committed to the commands of God. As the word states on guard, stand firm in your faith, in God, respecting his precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like mature men and women and be courageous. Be strong. Our purpose, is, our purpose in calling is to glorify God. And we know with great confidence that God is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose and his plan. If you faithfully obey God's command and you trust in his words, you too can become a reliable reward, a warrior. See, you are not in a battle alone. Huh. Yesterday I had a, a, a Christmas party for my lupus support group. Um, you know, we always tell, I always tell the ladies that they're not in this alone, that we're, we're in this together. As a gift, um, one of the ladies gave out um, gifts and she gave out one that has the mustard seed in it, having faith of a mustard seed. Um, she gave out another gift out with necklaces and she gave out one to my girlfriend. And when she gave it to my girlfriend, my girlfriend gave it to me. She's like, here, I think this is for you. And the necklace says, you're not alone in this. Now tell me that's not God speaking. This is God right here. And God is letting me know I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this situation. I'm not alone in my health. And I'm not alone in anything else that he got. He put forth, foot forth to me. You're not alone. Whatever you're going through, you're not alone. Know that. God has never left you nor forsaken you. If he hasn't done it before, he's not going to do it now. So even though Joshua was a mighty warrior, he, when he went to battle, he enlisted troops to fight alongside of him. Know that you are not a loner in your situation. Reach out to, to your fellow brothers and sisters for help and solicit their prayers. Oftentimes, we need others to stand along us to help us, to lift us up in prayer and to encourage us. Just like Moses grew tired when God fought the Amalekites, when God's people fought the Amalekites, he had help from Aaron and Hur. This is nothing new under the sun. And there is someone out there that has experienced what you are experiencing right now that can be of some help to you. Just like this necklace. The, the young lady was letting us know that we're not alone. You're not alone in whatever situation God got you going through right now. Or are you going to take your place? Are you going to put your armor on and fight that battle? Are you going to win? Are you going to conquer? 
or you're going to allow the enemy to take over. Just when you least expect it, God will send you a ram in the bush. Just like 1 Peter 5 and 9 states, it says, resist the enemy, be firm in your faith against the enemy's attack, rooted, established, and unmovable, knowing that the same experiences of your suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. You do not fight this battle alone. The word of God confronts you with, this, with his promises in Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Just like it stated, he will never leave you nor abandon you. In um, Numbers 29 and 19, it states, He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, will he not do it? Or if he spoke it, will he not make it good? Know that this life, in this life, we need each other, the family of God. The key to success is to know God intimately. And to do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. But as you read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. Remember the word then, the definition of then. Because of Joshua's devotion to the word of God, he became successful. Joshua knew God's word, believed God's word, and obeyed God's word. Joshua did not allow fear to overtake him. Joshua did kept God's first in everything that just about everything that he did. To overcome our fears, we must need we we need to learn to lean on God and to remind ourselves that if God is for us, who can be against us? Know that God is not an absentee father, nor is he in the business of failures. He is with you always until the end of the world. And now I know whenever God stops speaking, I stop speaking. And in closing, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Can I and will I stand on God's promises rather than the fears, the uh, fear the obstacles that the enemy puts in front of me? Number two, am I a fearless and reliable warrior God? Number three, am I alone of our choice? Are you going to fight this battle by yourself because you don't want to tell nobody? You scared? You don't want nobody to know your business? God has someone out there for every one of us that he that you can confide in. First, you confide in him, and then you confide in the person that he sent in your way. Number four, do you, do you truly believe God is with you in every situation or every experience? Or are you picking and choosing which experience you allow God to be in? And number five, remember God is faithful and keeping his word. But are you being faithful in studying and meditating on his word? And I close with, uh, I end with this. You cannot go into the battle without your armor. Suit up, people, and wear your spiritual armor if you want to conquer this battle before the fight. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you right now, Father God, for all that you're going to do in the lives of the people that heard this word today, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you would give them strength, Father God, for every battle that they're about to go through, Father God. We pray, Father God, that they will win, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, Father God, that this they will come out with victory. 
in the name of Jesus, God. We pray, Father God, that you will be with each and every person, Father God, in this world, Father God. And we pray that you will have that you will have your will in their lives. Your will be done in their lives, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for what you're going to do in them and through them, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you will be with all the pastors out here, all the teachers, Father God. We pray that you will be with all the bishops, all the ones that's out here that's bringing forth your word today. We pray that you will speak to them and through them, God. We pray, Father God, that it be all of you and none of them. We pray, Father God, that you would continue to have mercy upon our leadership, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you would speak to them, God. We pray, Father God, that you would touch them, Father God, and send a Joseph of our days, Father God, to our leaders so they can heal and save our, give us a word that will heal and save our land, God. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, that your way be, your will be done. And we ask that you would touch each and every person, Father God, that is crooked that's in leadership. And we pray that you would replace them, Father God, with one that has integrity in the name of Jesus, Father God. God. And most importantly, Father God, we pray for the homeless. We pray that you will bless them with food in their mouth, on clothes on their, on their back, and shoes on their feet, Father God. And we pray that you will continue to have mercy upon them. Be with all the ones, Father God, that don't have jobs. Bless them, Father God. Let them know that you're right there with them. Let them know that you never left them nor forsaken them, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. You know all the needs that they have, and we ask that you will move on them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We just thank you and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So family, there's a, there's a man that we know named Jesus who loves you, who would love to walk with you, and will love you for you to walk with him. If you want to experience Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is what we would do. I will have you to um, quote these scriptures with me. John 14 and 6 says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one coming unto the Father but by me. Romans 10, 9 through 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God shall has, has raised that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made. So if you would like to be saved or rededicate your life, I would like you to repeat after me in um, this word of prayer for salvation. Lord, I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I believe Jesus is God's son. I believe Jesus died on a cross, and he rose again for our sins. I dedicate my life to you in Jesus' name. Also, we would like to, uh, if you would like to give an offering, donation, tithe, however, you know, God lays on your heart, um, you can visit us on uh, www.wotm.net. Uh, and there are different ways that you can give. We, uh, we have Cash App now. We have PayPal. We have Text to Give. However you feel is good for you, please give. And whatever God lay on your heart, please lay on your heart. And we pray that God will bless you 100-fold for all that you give. And we just want to thank you guys for listening to us and um, on our webcam uh, website. Uh, if you like, you can uh, like, go on our webpage, like it, share it, follow it, and invite someone else.